1: So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Yes, indeed. And if you want to help keep it running, you can get some help with ASU Certified Technician's uh, uh, expertise. That's Dan Burns from Lloyd's Automotive in St. Paul, where it's just as chilly as it is across the river. Good morning, Dan.
0: Good morning, Denny Long. How are you, sir?
1: Oh, I'm doing quite well, thank you very much. furnace is working, so I'm grateful for that. And uh, uh, I know we're going to be talking a lot about the cold weather and its effects on our on our personal vehicle. We're already getting some uh, questions about that. But if you do have uh, any kind of a, a car care question, you, and you're going to have to bring your vehicle in for service at your favorite shop, your favorite dealer, and you want to know what might be ailing it, that will give you some uh, some insight. On what might be wrong with the car, truck, or van? So call or text, but keep in mind Dan will be with us till just about 7:45. So don't wait if you have a question. We'll line you up either on the phone or text messages. Uh, same number applies for either 6519899226. I know we're going to be getting questions about batteries along with this cold weather, and I'm sure that. Uh, What do you think? Is uh, you and your crew going to be tied up with mostly those non-starters, you think, this coming week?
0: Well, you know, (laughs) it's been a while since we've had uh, severe cold cold weather like this, Denny. (laughs) And over the years, uh, cars have changed, and they're better. They're better at starting. Batteries have gotten better, and uh, cars have gotten better. At starting, and uh my memory is that, in the cold weather that uh it's not like it used to be. it used to be that when it would get cold, like what it's going to get next week, that uh you know even a good car wouldn't start, and that's not so true anymore but uh, I'll tell you what the number one problem is that that uh, we see is that the batteries are weak. And low on power, then the cold weather makes that worse, and it makes everything on the engine stiffer and You go out to crank the engine over, and it simply cranks too slow, and the voltage getting to the spark plugs is too low, and the vehicle just floods and uh that you know that so when a car gets towed in the, in the cold weather because it wouldn't start uh, almost always it's that the batteries uh worn out and that the spark plugs are saturated with gas and the repair ends up being to put a new battery in it, warm it up, put a new battery in it, change the oil, because when you flood a vehicle, the oil gets gets contaminated with gas. So we change oil, put a new battery in it and put new spark plugs in it. And uh, that usually takes care of the problem.
1: And uh, like you said, the, the newer cars seem to be better starters. And I would imagine, it's just my guess, that uh, b- because of the uh, thinner viscosity oil, that's got to help a little bit, doesn't it?
0: Oh, totally. No, all of that. You know, and, and <laughs> it's it's a thin line uh, between it. You know, the car starting and not starting. Any car in this weather. So if your car has a fresh oil change, so that the oil's nice and thin, you have a good strong battery. Uh, your spark plugs have been changed on a regular maintenance. Uh, there's a really good chance that your car is going to start and and be just fine. And then, of course, the other things, like if your car is garaged, uh, if it gets used, you know, during this cold weather, which is important to, you know, get out and drive it and, and use it. Uh, all of those sorts of things matter, too.
1: Yeah. I'll tell you what, let's uh, grab a phone call. There's a line open at 651-989-9226. We'll send a text like some folks are doing. Marilyn is uh, first up here calling from Bloomington. Maryland. good morning. You're on with Dan.
0: Good morning. Thanks, Dan. Uh, regarding tire pressure in cold weather, my tire pressure light's been on for a couple of days, and I probably wouldn't care about it, but I'm planning to drive to Illinois. Is this a time to go check it at the filling station or not when it's the cold? Well, uh, the trouble with getting your tires checked in the cold weather is finding somebody that has a uh, tire pump that's working. You know, most of the ones at the gas station that you put a dollar into and pump up your tires will be froze up and not working. So um, you'll have to find a shop that has access to a, a air hose that's inside and warmed up but if your tire light's on, I would worry about that because you just don't ha- – unless you can actually get a reading on the tires and, and know that they're okay, that they're just barely low. But if your tire light's on, I'd probably worry about that and want to get them filled up uh, because it's uh, – you know, it's, this is going to last several But if your tire light's on, I'd probably worry about that and want to get them filled up uh, because it's uh, – you know, it's, this is going to last several days. And you don't want the problem to get worse. One thing that happens if you have tire you know, if your tires are leaking a little bit around the rims, which is a very common leak on tires, in the cold weather, that gets worse and they'll leak faster. So uh, I think you probably want to get your tires filled up.
1: Yeah, good idea. All right, thanks, Marilyn. We're going to take a quick break here. Bob, uh, you're going to be next on the phone. We have text messages we want to get answered as well. I can tell you the current conditions Uh, It's three below zero officially here in the Twin Cities. The wind chill at a minus 23. Not much of a warm-up at all for the next week or so. Stay with us here on News Talk 830 WCCO. And a good Saturday morning to you. Welcome back to CCO's Car Care Show. Denny Long here with Dan Burns from Lloyd's Automotive On beautiful Grand Avenue, exactly where are you in case folks need your help this day or this coming week, Dan?
0: Well, we are at 982 Grand Avenue, Denny, which is right between Lexington and Victoria on Grand Avenue. You can find us on the web at LloydsAutomotive.net, L-L-O-Y-D-S, LloydsAutomotive.net. Or give us a call as soon as this morning, 651-228-1316.
1: Very good. And we're going to get you that phone number before Dan leaves us, which will be about 745 this morning. So if you do have any kind of a car care question for Dan, call it in or text it in sooner rather than later at 651-989-9226. Well, Dan, we promised Bob and Champlin that he would be next up on the phone. Thanks for waiting, Bob. What's your question for Dan?
0: Well, thank you and good morning. I have a 2001 Lincoln Town car with actually 92,000 miles on it. And each morning, each day when I get to start to use the car, within the last couple of weeks, the oil light will come on, and it'll stay on until the car is somewhat warmed up. And then for the rest of the time I'm using the car during the day, it doesn't come on at all. Just when I get up in the morning or in the afternoon when I use the car, the light will come on, and it will go off. Well, I tell you what the test procedure is going to be for that, Bob, and you do need to have it tested. We're going to remove the uh, pressure, the oil pressure sensor on your vehicle, and we're going to put a mechanical gauge in uh, where the oil pressure sensor goes, and we're going to monitor the oil pressure with a different type of gauge and see what's going on. So, of course, you'll have to plan on leaving it out overnight, and or wherever you take it. They'll, this is what they'll do. Uh, you'll have to plan on leaving it overnight, so it'll... So it'll do in the morning, and then they're going to see what the what the actual oil pressure is when you're starting the vehicle in the morning. And uh, if the oil pressure with a mechanical gauge is normal, then they're going to replace the sensor, and that'll probably take care of your problem. Uh, if the oil, if the oil pressure in the morning when it's cold is not normal, if it indeed is low, then they're going to have to get into figuring out where. Uh, where you're losing oil pressure. Is it the oil pump or uh, is there a restriction somewhere or what's going on that's causing the oil pressure to be uh, low in the morning? But I think most likely what you're going to find out is that the oil pressure is normal in the morning and they're probably going to put a new sensor in and I bet that will take care of it for you.
1: All right. Very good. Thanks, Bob. 651-989-9226 for your phone call or your text for Dan Burns from Lloyd's Automotive. A couple of related questions, Dan, about batteries. Uh, This one says, what brand of batteries does Lloyd's carry? And another listener said, what are considered the best car batteries available to buy these days? Well, I know what kind you uh, sell there at Lloyd's, but I don't know if you want to talk brand or not.
0: Well, I'll I'll mention that we carry interstate batteries. And, uh, you know, we carry them because... In our research, I believe that's to be the best, strongest battery. And I also like the fact that they're a national battery. So if you're traveling uh, anywhere in the country, you can get warranty uh, taken care of on it. And we found them to be good people to work with. So that's the reason that we carry Interstate. But that being said, most batteries are made uh, for uh, the companies that have their label, by just a few different few three or four different manufacturers and there's a difference in the manufacturing process they make the batteries to a certain specification um for the uh, for the uh people that are buying them or, or the the companies that are selling them um but they're they're all made pretty much or you know pretty much by just a few different companies so that's something to think about too I think when it comes to batteries, uh, you know, they're pretty much based on pricing. You can get good, better, best. And in Minnesota, with our extreme weather conditions, not only the cold, but also the hot, which is just as hard on a battery. uh, I think that uh, we want to have the best battery we can possibly buy in our cars because it's, you know, it's what gets you going and you don't want to have trouble. And if you make make a a mistake and uh, leave a light on or something like that, you want a period of time that you can get by with that. And uh, so the the best thing you can do is is get the best battery possible.
1: Yep. Very good. Let's go back to the phones, Dan. I think John in Bloomington has been waiting there. John, what's your question for Dan Burns?
0: Hi. Good morning. Hi. I'm 72, and uh, years ago uh, we were always told that – when you shut your car off at night and turn off all your accessories. So in the morning when you're going to start your car, the battery power is going towards just starting the car. Uh, is that still true today? Well, I think, I think that's true. Uh, I, a lot of cars you don't have a choice. On a lot of cars there's a whole bunch of lights and stuff that turn on, but I think that that's true, that uh, in the morning, especially these severely cold mornings, that that's a good idea, that it's, uh, you want to uh, offer as much uh, power right away as you possibly can. And the best way to, use, to, to accomplish that is to not be using that power some other way. And so I think that what you just said is a good idea, and, and you should probably practice that.
1: Very good. Good question. Uh, Here's another one. I know we have to have a look at that cold forecast uh, in a moment or two. But this listener, Dan, says, do you think tack welding two pieces of channel iron in front and behind the catalytic converter would deter theft?
0: I think it will deter theft. Uh, We do that, actually, uh, if people request us to do that. And, um, you know, the thieves are lazy and they don't if they, there's there's way too much opportunity for them so if they get under your car and see that there's any sort of deterrent i think they'll just move on to the next one they won't uh they won't pursue trying to uh take care of your car or you know get, get after your car so i think anything you can do to deter them would be it would be just fine that's a good idea
1: yep yeah, they want to do it quickly. All right, Dan, we're going to take a, a bit of a break here. Keep in mind, Dan, we'll uh, take his leave about 745 this morning. Any kind of a car care question, call it in or text it in 651-989-9226. The weather's straight ahead here on News Talk 830 WCCO. And welcome back to CCO's Car Care Show. Danny Long on this end with Dan Burns, ASE certified technician from Lloyd's Automotive in St. Paul, helping you out as he's done for so many years. Here's one, Dan, a text message for Dan and his, I'm quoting now, great car care show. Thank you for that. Uh, says that he has a 2015 Chrysler Tonic country, have never been happy with the intensity of the nighttime headlights. Is one able to simply switch out to a brighter LED bulb, or do you have to change out the whole headlight assembly to get the higher intensity? Comes from Bill.
0: Well, I think both. Uh, depending upon what bulb is in there, they do make an aftermarket uh, bulb that would be better that you can that you can uh, make them a little bit brighter. But I've never found anybody that's been particularly successful at that. Uh, and oftentimes I think it's, it's just the design of the, uh, vehicle that you're dealing with and that makes it hard, uh, to, to change it out. And even if you change the whole headlight assembly, that's complicated too, to, to switch it over to, a, a ATD bulb or something like that, because there's other wiring and stuff that, that's, uh, uh, involved. So if, if your headlights are clean, in other words, if the, headlight, uh, if the headlights themselves have been buffed and they're clean and shiny, then uh, you know, that, that's an important thing to do. Uh, you can check and see if there's an aftermarket bulb that's available and uh, try putting that bulb in and see if it makes a difference. And the other thing you can do is make sure that your headlights are adjusted properly, that they're uh, you know not pointing down into the ground too much or up into the air too much because if they're not adjusted correctly, uh, they won't they won't work properly for you either. So check those things. But beyond that, I think it's starting to become a crapshoot, and I don't know if you'll if you'll find any success uh, okay. with any of the other options or not.
1: The listener says, this Dan, are there any precautions I should take when washing my car this cold in this cold weather?
0: You do not wash your car in this severe cold weather <laughs> unless you unless you have a warm place to store it and you know let it dry off properly. but if you're going to wash your car and take it out into the cold weather, I think that that's just plain a bad idea because water does drip down into the uh, doors and locks and the locking mechanisms, and in this severe cold weather, it freezes before it dries, and you're going to have trouble. So, I just think that in this severe cold weather, it's not a good idea to wash your car right now, makes, unless you have a warm sense. place to store it. If you store it yeah. underneath in a in a uh, in a you know warm garage, then it's a great time to wash your car because it'll stay clean.
1: That's right. Good point. Good question. Texter says, are block heaters worth it in this cold weather?
0: You know, they're almost not available anymore. You can uh, – some cars have them as original equipment uh, um, component that you can plug the car in and, uh, and heat it up, heat the engine up a little bit. And, yes, warming the engine up m- makes a difference, but uh, we've found that the aftermarket block heaters cause more trouble, than they're worth so we don't install them anymore um but uh so i i guess to answer your question no i don't think that they're worth the the trouble that they can cause
1: we get this question from time to time no matter what season but uh, texter says is it safe to use sea foam in your fuel tank in the winter
0: oh sure yeah yeah any any of those gasoline or oil additives if if you're sold on them and a lot of people are and and uh, they might be a great idea uh you certainly can use them in, in the cold weather and in fact it's probably a good time to do it uh if if that's the case
1: all right and uh, i'm going to alert our listeners too that if we didn't get we don't get and we won't unfortunately all the text messages i'm going to save them Dan, and we'll open up the show next week with uh, with those because it'll still be cold one week from today uh, yeah this we'll
0: text- talk we'll, we'll- We'll yeah. talk about how people survived the cold and and how it all worked.
1: <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll have a follow up. Uh, again, we yeah. have a couple of minutes to go. Here's a text that says: We just bought a brand new forty miles on it, an Acura. Any recommendations on break in for the engine? Is that necessary these days with the newer cars? What do you think, Dan?
0: You know they don't they don't recommend it, but I do on my new cars. When I when I do an uh, 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 when I buy a new car, if I buy a new car. Uh, I do the oil change prematurely. In other words, if it recommends to go five thousand miles, I'll do it at two or three thousand miles. So I'll do the first oil change prematurely, and I'll drive it just a little bit easy. Uh, if I buy a fancy, uh, you know, high-performance car, I don't go out and test it the first day. I give it a, I give it a chance to, you know, wear in just a little bit uh, before I do that. So it's probably not necessary. In the owner's manual, they don't talk about it and they don't really, rec- you know, they don't say anything about recommending it. But uh, just from, because I'm old-fashioned, I do do that with my own vehicles.
1: Interesting. Yeah, I'm kind of with you on that. Take it easy for a while. Uh, yeah, Dan. take it we easy are, for a while. We're just about out of time and folks do need the help, the assistance of Lloyd's Automotive. How do we get in touch with you guys this morning and this coming week?
0: Well, you can give us a call. We'll be there uh, in a little bit here this morning at 651-228-1316. You can find us on the Internet at, at uh, LloydsAutomotive.net, L-L-O-Y-D-S, LloydsAutomotive.net, or come on over. We are at 982 Grand Avenue, which is right between Lexington and Victoria, Denny, as you
1: know. Yes, indeed, and I'll be there one of these days for another oil change. Well, Dan, you stay warm. Good luck to you and your crew, and we'll talk to you one week from today. Thanks, Danny. Have a good week. Dan Burns from Lloyd's Automotive. Jack Farrell straight ahead with his wine chat. Then get those Lawn Garden questions ready here on News Talk A30, WCCO. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv.